Happy holidays, Dolphins fans. You have yourself a mediocre football team. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Uh, It is post-game week 16, 2022. The Dolphins have lost their fourth consecutive football game, falling to the Green Bay Packers 26-20. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Find you the help and the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Cold, hard reality check here for the Dolphins. You can make excuses for West Coast trips and two Super Bowl contenders and playing them close to the final minutes and laying a stinker against the Chargers. But the Dolphins with this loss to the Green Bay Packers going up 20 to 10, ball at midfield in the final four minutes of the first half, fumbling the football away and proceeding to get outscored 16 to nothing throughout the course of the final uh, 32 minutes of the football game throwing three interceptions in the fourth quarter. It's an inexcusable performance. And quite frankly, it's the cold, hard reality check of like, you're deep enough in the season. And this has gone on long enough that like, what do we care about the playoffs for? Genuine question. The Dolphins were on pace for uh, over 520 yards of offense in the first half of this football game. They looked like they could score 50 if they wanted to and just completely fell apart at the seams in just about every facet that you possibly could. Were there some self-inflicted wounds? Yeah. Were there some some bozo calls from officials? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I lost count of how many times I'm going to sit here and watch Green Bay kick the ball deep inside the five. Miami makes no adjustments on the kickoff team. Miami on on the opening kickoff of the game lives up a 90-plus yard kickoff return because they have Clayton Fezula moonwalking his way through the hole to try and tackle on the kickoff team. They go surprise onside kick when they're up 10-3 for no reason whatsoever to short set the Packers up on a short field. And um, all in all, just a, a as underwhelming of a performance as you could possibly have after the way that you played last Saturday against the Bills. The Dolphins are now 8-7, and seven, and they're still in the seventh seed of the AFC playoffs, and quite frankly, I could not care less that the Dolphins are a playoff team right now because they're not playing like a playoff team. They're playing terribly. They're high and then they're low and then they're shooting themselves in the foot. And I am somebody who very much tries to stay process-oriented and tries to stay patient. But this trend for the past month has been alarming and it's far enough now that I'm not looking forward to Sundays anymore. I dread next Sunday against New England. How are the Dolphins going to shoot themselves in the foot? How are the Dolphins going to let another team get back into the game? You really didn't pin down the Chargers or the 49ers, but you had the Bills down eight in the fourth quarter, and you were up 20-10 to with a chance to go score seven more points and be up 17 points at halftime, and you fumble the ball and give up 16 consecutive points and lose the game. It's bad. It's bad all around. Special teams, defense, the pass rush was not, you couldn't get Aaron Rodgers on the ground. Props to Cater Kohu for his first career interception. It was one of the few bright spots defensively. The Dolphins' defense was set up in a lot of non-advantageous starting field positions inside their own 20, at least once, if not twice. 
plus side of the field, forced field goals. I respect the way the Dolphins defense played in spite of the fact that we could not get Aaron Rodgers on the ground. Chris Wilkins, man possessed. Jalen Phillips, touchdown saving tackle on A.J. Dillon. Respect the heck out of that play. The Roughing the passer was BS. But as you go through the way that this game unfolded, the Mostert fumble at midfield obviously was a backbreaker for the Dolphins, and they come out and they have a couple instances of moving the ball and get down in scoring position, and Jason Sanders missed a kick. Props to the broadcast for saying mid-kick for Jason Sanders. Oh, he's made 10 in a row. You knew at that moment those words came out of his mouth. He was going to miss that field goal. I could come on here and I could sit here and say, well, everything the Dolphins won is still out in front of them. And if they go 2-0 and against two AFC East opponents, they'll still be in the play. I don't care right now. Because I feel the same way that so many of you do, where this was the time to get back on the horse and tell everybody this was not the same Dolphins type of team that we've seen for the last 20 years. Three interceptions in the fourth quarter? Hey, props. Rasul Douglas, nice trap coverage on the perimeter on the two-minute drill one. Once upon a time, I remember Patrick Mahomes got tricked with Pat, uh, with trap coverage against the Bills on a two-minute drive to close the game and threw an interception. The, the Chiefs lost a game. But you know what the Chiefs did? They got back on the horse and they won football games. And they played to their potential. And that's the most alarming thing for me. Because I look at Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, Toronto Armstead. I look at the defensive side of the ball, Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins, Javon Holland. There is too much Xavier Howard dropped a pick today. There is too much talent on this football team for this team to lose four games late in the year. And you are staring at 500 or maybe worse. This is too talented of a football team to be in the shoes that they are in right now. They're eight and seven. And they're a game and a half in front of the Patriots. And they're a half a game in front of the Jets. The Steelers are also 7-8, and and the Dolphins have a head-to-head win there as well. There's two games left to play. The Dolphins could get in, but right now, what difference does it make? You've got a flawed Packers team that lost Christian Watson, had Aaron Jones on the ropes because he's been dealing with injuries. David Bakhtiari didn't play. And this two weeks after, you had a laundry list about 10 players long for the Chargers who didn't play, and you got punked in both games. You got punked in both games. So miss me with the, oh, Dolphins can make the playoffs. Maybe they will. And if they do, we'll have fun snapping the playoff streak since 2016. But this is a very flawed football team right now who clearly peaked before the bye when they played the Browns. Yeah, they came out and they played the Texans. Do you remember the last five minutes of the first half against the Texans? They got punched in the mouth repeatedly. They gave up some ugly-looking sacks. Then they got punked up front against the 49ers, and then they got punked all around against the Chargers. And then they folded late against the Bills. And now they they folded. They, they got up, moved the ball a whole bunch in the first 25 minutes of the game, and assumed we were going to coast to the finish. It's bad. It's really bad, and it's inexcusable for the expectations that this team had. Really rough scene for the Miami Dolphins. Because I am usually not one to come on here and be heated and sit here and rip this team from top to bottom. 
but special teams gave you zero, has given you almost, aside of the Jalen Phillips block punt, somebody tell me one redeeming special teams play all season long. We talked about the Gunners and Thomas Morstead. That's the highlights for your special teams group. Defensively, the pass rush finishing plays continues to be a problem. Middle of the field, some crossers down the field. I thought they played the vertical stuff as well as you possibly could have hoped. You have game management with the questions of whether or not they should have challenged the Mercedes Lewis reception down the field to set the Packers up for a score. Burning timeouts early in the game. Late getting up to the huddle. And then offensively, the streakiness and the turnovers in the fourth quarter. This was a bad performance for the Dolphins. And it is the unfortunate reality check that this is an average football team right now. It is. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Better Help. Everybody deserves to feel their best. Better Help makes it easier to get started. It's the world's largest therapy service. They've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to match with the therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Today's episode is also brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new hire can feel like a high stakes wager on your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one, delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I know I'm going to regret this, uh, but I will go ahead and pull up the final tale of the tape from the Packers 26 to 20 victory over the Miami Dolphins to drop the Dolphins down to a, a paltry eight and seven after starting near eight and three. Uh, the Dolphins finished this game with 376 yards of offense. They averaged 8.4 yards per play. Uh, that's about where the good stuff ends. They were penalized eight times versus the Packers five. They lost the time of possession battle. They turned the ball over four times. The Raheem Mostert fumble and then three interceptions in the fourth quarter. They were two for seven on third down. The Packers were two of 14 on third down and had 300 yards of offense and half as many yards per play as the Dolphins did. And the Dolphins lost the football game. Short yards, special teams, field position. Self-inflicted wounds. It's an inexcusable performance to understand what's at stake, to understand that you have a chance to go out here and establish yourself firmly as a team that should be fear in the playoffs. 
we're talking about how exciting the Dolphins are and the explosive plays. And yeah, credit to the Dolphins. The 84-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Waddle was as electric as you'll get. And credit to Tyreek Hill for getting on his horse and blocking 70 yards downfield to make sure that it happened. Props. Excellent effort from a couple of superstar players. But that's what hurts, is you have superstar players on this roster. And you are folding. You are absolutely folding. And now you got to go to Foxborough for your last road game of the regular season. And the Patriots themselves are reeling. They're seven and eight. Miami is still in a position where they can stem the bleeding. But as far as the momentum with the fan base, I promise you, I'm one of the more patient fans out there. So if I'm feeling like this coming out of this game, I promise you, this fan base, send it. Their Fs are out the window. And I really don't know where it gets better for the rest of the regular season. You got to play Belichick and then you got to play the Jets, which are a talented defense. Now, the Packers had a talented defense as well. The Dolphins scored 20 points. I think they had 100 yards offense in the fourth quarter or in the, the second half. Especially frustrating that they once again came out successfully pounding the rock and then they get into a third and short situation. What do we do? We go vertical down the field and pass the ball again. Just about a nightmare scenario for Miami. The final 35 minutes of this contest. I wish I had something to make you guys feel better, but I don't because I obviously am sitting here and as underwhelmed as you could possibly be myself. Now, moving forward. We're going to go through the final two weeks. And we're going to talk about getting ready to play the games. But for the last, I don't know, two months, you play a game and I would say, man, I can't wait till Sunday. The last three weeks, I said, man, I can't wait till next Sunday because I just want to play another game for these guys to show this is who they really are. This, this, this is who the Dolphins really are. Three wins, three losses. Five wins, four losses. Two to play. You could say law of averages. You could say, oh, well, it's just a matter of time and bounces of the ball. This wasn't bounces of the ball. This, this was self-inflicted wounds up and down the field. So while we're also going to go through the rest of, of our game week procedure here on the show, I want everybody to know, like, we're going to start the foundation this week. We're going to be asking ourselves some hard questions. Who should stay? Who should go? What changes need to be made? What personnel decisions need to be made? From a salary cap standpoint, what kind of flexibility do the Dolphins have? What kind of flexibility can the Dolphins create? What kind of options are going to be out there? Like, these are all questions we're going to be fielding throughout the course of the offseason. But we have to start laying some of that foundation now because what felt like a lock to make the playoffs at 8-3 and three is anything but a lock. I, can, I can't sit here with a straight face and look the camera in the eye and say, I have any level of confidence the Dolphins are going to win another football game this year. And I'm sure I'll wake up on Wednesday and feel better and talk myself into it and say, oh, well, yeah, it's, it's going to come back around. 
I hope it does. Because if it doesn't, this is going to get very ugly for Miami. You can talk all you want about first-year coach, learning how to manage games, first year for players in a system. And I will say the foundation that the Dolphins have to build upon this offseason is going to be more exciting than any that we've ever had. They don't have a first-round pick right now. That's okay. There's plenty of headway that you can make as a team. There's plenty of changes that can come for the Dolphins, for the better. But stuff like this, stuff like last week, stuff like the Chargers game, My goodness. Really, really difficult to process. And, you know, the Dolphins spread the ball around offensively. They had seven guys catch balls. Nobody caught more than Jalen Wada with five. Jalen and Tyree combined for nine. Two of 16 to 25, 310, and three picks with a touchdown. And the touchdown was an 86-yard catch and run. Young player at that position, too. Growing pains, sure. But the patience for three picks in crunch time, one of which was in scoring range, the other was a two-minute offensive situation. Another one, a backbreaker that came right on the heels of you yourself getting a turnover of Aaron Rodgers for a touchback and taking points off the board. Two a tongue of a low can't have games like this. And that's a shame because for the first... <laughs> I would even say beyond the first 25 minutes when, when the team was clicking on all cylinders all around. For the first three quarters, he was fine. Yeah, some instances where we're having to work through our progressions and feeling some pressure and collapsing around us. Sure. And Tua has historically been a very reliable player in the fourth quarter football games as far as his passer rating, as far as his efficiency, his completion percentage, his turnover differential. Like, there, there's a lot of historical data for Tua Tungvaloa throughout the course of his first three seasons that you point to and you, you say, we're, we're in good hands here. The Dolphins were not in good hands offensively with Tua in the fourth quarter against the Packers. Doesn't mean he can't be a player moving forward that the Dolphins are going to really revel and pay and be a long-term fixture of the offense. Because stylistically, this marriage appears as though it fits. But against Green Bay, when Miami needed it. This play from Tua is about as bad as we've seen him play anything short. The, the final 15 minutes for Tua is as bad as we've seen Tua play this year with the exception of the Chargers game, period. Wrong time of year to be playing like that. And I thought there was something interesting that um, Aaron Rodgers was quoted as saying in the broadcast. And uh, we'll talk about that here in just a second, but not before I tell you about our friends. Over at Prize Picks, Daily Fantasy done right. Pick two to five players, and if they go more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten extra money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections for any sport that you can watch, including NFL, NBA, MLB, and many, many more. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. With safe and fast withdrawals, it is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. So if you put in 100, they're going to give you another 100. You put in 50, they're going to give you another 50. Don't forget promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. 
Aaron Rodgers was quoted as saying on the broadcast, uh, the, the best teams are the ones who play best at the right time of year. Can you find a worse playoff contender? And when I say playoff contender, I don't mean Super Bowl contender. I mean team in the running to make the playoffs. Who's playing worse than the Dolphins right now? Genuine question. Self-inflicted wounds against the Bills. Self-inflicted wounds against the Chargers. Self-inflicted wounds against the 49ers. Self-inflicted wounds against the Packers. A lot of turnovers. I'll make sure I get my numbers right here. I don't want to be emotional and speak out of turn. Four turnovers against the 49ers. No turnovers, no turnovers the last two weeks. And then four turnovers again against the Packers. So missed field goal, turnover in scoring position. The fumble at midfield in a two-minute situation. Grand scheme of things, you probably took you probably took 10 points off the off the board and directly gave Green Bay three. Six with those. It's a 16-point swing. You lost by six points. I'm not a math guy. But that's the difference in the football game. So you can sit here and talk about opponents and desperation and getting everybody's best shot because they're playing it. Like, guess what? Like the Packers and Jets are going to be desperate too. So you better wake up and realize you have a lot to be desperate about. All of your good graces you've burned in the last month. There's no benefit of the doubt for the Dolphins right now. And if they get into the playoffs at nine and eight and they backdoor their way in, will there be a less gratifying way? Because last week, last week on the show, we talked about, you know, reminder that the Bills last year were seven and six and the Bengals last year were seven and six or eight and six. And then they got hot. What are you seeing from the Dolphins that gives you any indication that that is going to happen? Because us as fans, we've been preconditioned to feel, here we go again. Here we go again. And that's the thought that just echoes in my head as we close down week 16 and get ready for week 17. Four consecutive losses, eight and three to eight and seven. Two four turnover games and performances offensively. Give the Dolphins defense credit. The fact that the Packers only scored 26 is a win for the Dolphins defense with the field position battle that they were set up on by turnovers offensively and special teams. Can't happen. I guess if you want a silver lining, the Patriots are a punchless offense who has struggled with situational football and special teams themselves as of late. But I'm going to have to talk myself into caring, unfortunately emotionally being invested we're going to do the show we're going to talk about it we love the team we love the team to the point where when this kind of stuff happens it just burns you up inside and everybody wants to believe that it's different and i don't know that it is right now the record certainly suggests that it's not we'll see what the dolphins do with it happy holidays everybody hope you enjoyed your holiday with the miami dolphins 
Cow Crabs, Locked On Dolphins, your team every day. Keep it locked in right here. We're going to ask ourselves some hard questions this week. We're not going to pretend like this isn't happening, and we're going to start getting ready for the offseason because this team is way too talented at the end of the day to be putting performances out there like they just did, period. 